from Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com, it's the Relevant Podcast. I'm a part of the problem. My problem is I'm peaceful. And I believe in the people. Yeah! It's It's a week of Friday, June 3rd, 2011, and this is The Relevant Podcast. I'm Cameron Strang. Here with me in Orlando studios is Maya Strang, finally back. Hey, y'all. To her immediate left, Josh Lewin Loveless. Hey, people. On the ones and twos, our illustrious producer, Chad Michael Snavely. Hello, friends. And on the Skype line, all the way from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. I feel like we should stay on the wall of glasses, Sarah Beth, since she's on the other side. Yeah, actually, yeah, since things have mixed, uh, Sarah, Sarah Beth Wesley, we could, one of our marketing We could make her teams. an honorary the member wall. of the podcast because she's behind the wall of glass. She she's is. very excited right now. <laughs> you should sign off for her at the end, Cameron. <laughs> yeah, she's going to sign off now. We're, we could just stare at her back now while we record the podcast. Oh, man. Okay, we have a great podcast for you today. Coming up, we have a live performance by Derek Webb. Which is fun. Uh, he did a live show. He did a, one of his kind of house shows in our studio a couple months back. And we recorded the whole thing, filmed the whole thing. We're going to play you two songs from it. And we also, on the podcast page and at Relevant TV, we'll be putting three songs, the videos for three of the songs they performed. It was a great night. That was fun. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with them. The tickle fights. and the, 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 yeah. 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 Chad hooked it up. <laughs> had a little wrestling match in Cameron's office before the show. <laughs> it was awkward, but... He's Derek like, scrappy. Yeah, but, but, but that's his, <laughs> I was know, about that's to say, he's not intimidating. No, he's scrappy. He's scrappy. Okay. It says on his rider, like, he needs six bottles of water, some hot tea, M&Ms, and a wrestling match with one staff member. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we actually spent the whole afternoon talking music, and uh, we went over to, we took him over to Park Ave CDs and stuff, oh, wow. and we were just looking at vinyl, looking at music. He's really into, the, like, a lot of, like, bake, breakbeat, dub stuff, and kind of deconstructed music kind of like what James Blake was doing and mm-hmm. stuff this is a couple months ago mm-hmm. and so he he was just like throwing a ton of bands at me and I'm just there like downloading stuff from Amazon and it was it was a lot of fun it was an expensive trip sounds like it was it was a good time <laughs> we had fun. But, hey, I have a lot of music yeah. now so uh, so that's coming up later stay tuned we also have a game called Celebrity Crash coming up that Jesse Celebrity and Chad Crash. concocted that's what it says on my paper I don't know. I can't wait to hear the sound effect. That uh, I was just that. thinking about that. There's so many different ways to crash. <laughs> like a career crash? Like uh, No, think Snooky over the weekend. Yeah. What happened? Y- 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 you'll, yeah, it's, there's going to be a lot of suspense. Wait, what happened what to happened Snooky, to Snooky over where, the weekend? Where have just, you guys been? Let's just say I was landscaping. We did we yard were, work all weekend. <laughs> let's just say that if you're a celebrity and you're uh, on Jersey Shore, the car that you do not want to crash your car into is a cop car. Oh, Ooh. no. Snookers. Oh, no. Snookers. 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 Come on. Yeah. She's at that, it again. That's Worldwide. my nickname for Derek Webb. <laughs> <laughs> when you're wrestling. <laughs> um, all right. But before all that, uh, up first, your entertainment releases. Music coming out on Tuesday, June 7th. We got quite a few selections. Ar- Arctic, Arctic Monkeys. See, I want to say Arctic, but it's Arctic, Arctic. Monkeys uh, coming out with uh, and C. Hey. So uh, wow. maybe we'll have to uh, go boop on one of those words. <laughs> uh, and do they have a CeeLo, <laughs> a CeeLo green version? It's yeah. clean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, City and Colors coming out with Little Hell. Man, it's just kind of edgy this week. Mm. All time low. 
All-time low with dirty work. See, oh, dirty. Careful, wow. careful. Oh this is the relevant podcast. Uh, Givers is coming out with In Light. What? That's... Givers? No. <laughs> <laughs> to make everything inappropriate. <laughs> Justice is coming out with a new EP called Civilization. That one's not dirty. That's disgusting. Um, <laughs> How dare they, once again. Battles is coming out with Glass Drop. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. Junior no. Jr.? Yep. When he... <laughs> Wouldn't there be something else for that? The third. The third. <laughs> well, the third. Wouldn't there be something else for that? <laughs> what? It was like when Tom Gustafson <laughs> did his guest segment. He was Mel Kuyper Jr. Jr. You're right. right. That's right. Nice reference. Uh, it's coming out with It's a Corporate World. We, we know a relative of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. Uh, and then also, uh, last but definitely not least, Whitesnake is coming out mm. with Live at Donegan 1980. I feel like Whitesnake found out that Striper put an album out and said, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> it, it, anytime there's an album that's like, there's been like a 15 or 20 year hiatus since yes. their last album, yes. I think there should be a sticker on the bottom that says 20 years in the making. Yes, it should. And I imagine those guys, when they when they heard that Striper put out an album, they... they they put they donned their hockey jerseys. They went into their basement, and they began to write <laughs> the epic album we've been waiting for for two decades. Uh, called I, Live at Donegan, nineteen eighty. <laughs> it's I been a wrong. long concert. It was three decades. <laughs> yeah, it took a long time to mix that thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I picture the Striper reunion went down like this. Like one of the guys is just like sitting at his house doing what he does. He looks outside and he sees peeling around out around the corner is the old combat van like that yellow van with a gun on top, it just flies into his driveway and the beeps the horn, and he knows it's time for a comeback. I think you're right. To the combat van. That's how you know. <laughs> I think it's kind of like more like old school, where they had the black van and they just swooped in when they got the pledges, when they had to pick up all the pledges. Yeah. I think it's. I think it was probably more like that. Like, you know, hey. the guy's working at Burger King now, you know, and... The old striper guy. He's always and, telling the stories. Hey, remember when we threw yeah. Bibles off the stage? <laughs> remember that sweet van with a gun on top? <laughs> and it just squeals into the parking lot. They come swooping in. My, my favorite part of that scene in Old School is where Will Ferrell, they, they like, the guy's pe- putting groceries in the trunk with his wife, and they jump out of the van, they grab him and throw him back in the van, and Will Ferrell gets right in this wife's face and goes, if you tell anyone about this, we'll kill him and kill you. And she starts crying. He goes, I'm just kidding. We'll have him home by dinner. <laughs> Um, okay, movie releases coming out on Friday, June 10th. Uh, Super 8, the uh, highly anticipated Super 8 from J.J. Abrams and Steven Spielberg. I can't tell what it's about. It's about... Uh, Scary? It's like, I think kids were out playing with an 8mm camera and they accidentally recorded something. Transformers 4. <laughs> I know, it's kind of what it looks like. It's re- Goonies 2, I think. They accidentally <laughs> recorded something that they shouldn't have seen and then I think it's it all goes from there. So Okay. Uh, Kyle Chandler from Friday Night Lights is in it. Aw, Coach. Yep. Coach Taylor. Yep. Also coming out, Troll Hunter, starring Otto Jesper. What, the, what is that? Thank you for adding I that. Is I have that no Finnish? idea. It just sounds amazing. I think it's from Finland. Troll something? It's from Troll. Norway. It's from, the Nor- it's from the Norwegian Film Commission. The soundtrack from White Snake. <laughs> wow. Troll. It's mandatory that Finns watch it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's it for your entertainment releases. Uh, stay tuned. Up next, Slices.
This podcast is brought to you by Veneer, living deeply in a surface society. The new book by Timothy Willard and Jason Losey. Discover what it takes to strip away your veneer and allow God to show you the beauty of your imperfections. Visit nveneer.com or purchase a copy at your local bookstore or online retailer today. You're listening to Justice, the song of civilization. Oh my gosh, there you, why'd you have to say that again? It's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> and it's playing right now on Relevant FM, and the video is over at Relevant TV. Check it out. All right, it's time for slices. What do you have, Jesse? Well, I have a, uh, a, a consumer advocate story. It comes from The Consumerist, which is a, a website and publication, I believe, that uh, warns people of, of things, places that will take their money and rip people off. So it, it's, this one is about one of those skincare kiosks at the mall. I'm sure you've all experienced it. You're walking through the mall and uh, the, the people selling these exotic lotions from the Dead Sea or somewhere try to sell them to you. No, they try to rub them on me when I walk by. It's mm-hmm. part of their sales technique. It's, yeah. it's highly well, uncomfortable. Your hands well, look horrible. Come here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. If anyone needs lotion from the Dead you. Sea, it's you, pal. <laughs> um, well, there's a guy who went in and ended up spending, and I, I don't know if the amount has any uh, significance, but $666 at this kiosk. Oh, it's the devil's playground. Mm. And so he was so befuddled when he got home and realized, what have I done? Why did I spend my my money on this hand lotion? Life he, Then he realized that there was no refund policy. Oh. And so with his, uh, you know, this indignation, he, he contacts the consumerist and they relay this harrowing tale of how he gets ripped off. Now, you be the judge that if this is something that a consumer advocacy group should even be involved in, or if this is just a really, really good salesperson. Um, so he, he, this is his exact words. He says, one, I'm leaving the mall towards the Bloomingdale's exit. Some cute girl handed me something in my hand and pulled me toward the chair in a kiosk and started talking to me <laughs> as she put stuff on my hand. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, they just start slathering you. <laughs> Ten minutes later, I spent $168 on something I didn't feel like I needed, but, quote, sounded good based on what she told me. Mm-hmm. She looked at my belt, my shoes, my jacket and says, money doesn't seem like to be an issue to you. Ooh. Come over here. 45 minutes pass. I am swindled out of another $498 on stuff I really don't need. I even told her I don't want this stuff countless times. But actually, I mentioned these people are very persistent. So, like I said, I don't really think he got swindled as much as he's a dummy. Can can we get. Obviously, gave him a credit card. Yeah. Yeah, It's not like they stole, it's not like they, they ripped him off or stole anything. He sat down with her for 45 minutes he, he's and not, ended up buying almost $700 worth of merchandise. He's not a dummy. He's just lonely. Can, can we get that girl <laughs> to join our sales team? Yeah, she sounds right. fantastic. She sounds well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Where is the why? Okay, why is, why is the, uh, a consumer advocacy group, um, you know, championing this cause? Doesn't it seem like this is just really good sales and, and a really, uh, you know, vulnerable shopper? So you're a capitalist. Is what you're saying. I, 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 in this case, I'm going to side, uh, I'm going to uh, lean towards the side of capitalism. Yeah. All right. 
I think. I mean, I mean, do, do you agree with me, or do you think do you think that this guy has a case? No, he doesn't have because he wants the he wants the no refund policy overturned, and he wants to return everything. No, Forever Twenty One has a no refund policy. Really? Come on, yeah, yeah. Read, read the sign, people. You can exchange. Oh, with because their clothes fall apart after two washes. Right. So they really do, but they only cost like five dollars. Yeah. Right. So I bought like, a pair of shoe of slip on shoes there the other day for eleven dollars. Yep. Yeah, you have twenty one days to return. Can stuff you still wear them with the receipt? Have they fallen apart yet? They they they're blue, and I can still wear them. But my feet are blue every time I take a shoe off, and and I'm wearing socks with them. And oddly, your socks don't turn blue. It's yeah, the weirdest it's very thing. Strange. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. yeah, my toenails also fell out. <laughs> you might have, just, you, maybe you shouldn't have gotten a size six. That's yeah. what I'm going with here. But they were maybe the blue dollars. is just circulation related, not <laughs> not dye. Okay, what do you have? Uh, first off, for me, I would like to say my Snapple fact, because it's interesting. Potatoes have more chromosomes than humans. What? That's what... It, I mean, I don't think they lie on here. See, that, that's, that's false. And on the eighth day, God created potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> the most complicated uh, yeah. substance. It, he, why, he's why he had to rest. Yeah, that's why he had yeah. to rest. He had to really think it through. I got potatoes coming up. <laughs> got a lot of chromosomes in these. Yeah. Um, I'm actually using a slice that was sent to us by a podcast listener. So I'd like to give a shout out to Gordon Barnes. Um, so apparently in where, what what city? Florida or Germany? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of weird stuff that happens. I'm trying to see what 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 state it's in. Okay, mm-hmm. while you're looking for that. Yeah, sorry. This morning I came across a headline on the front page of CNN.com that prompted me to think that we should probably start a new game, a game okay. called Onion Headline or CNN. Oh, that's good. Because, that's good. because here's the headline for the little video segment. Okay. okay the headline, I'm, and I will read it verbatim. Okay. Horse herpes forces kids to ride stick ponies. That's this is her my slice. slice. No, it's not. Yes, that it is. is her slice. It's in Utah, Farmington, Utah. That no is her slice. Way. Yes. And so I just sent it to like eight different people <laughs> and just said, onion or CNN? That's great. Horse herpes forces kids to ride stick ponies. I can't believe and that. And half that of them were right and half of them got it wrong. Yeah, so apparently um, <laughs> the, uh, a bunch of the horses have gotten a herpes outbreak, which well, if you read the whole for, slice... From riding a tractor in their bathing suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is not a uh, sexually oh, no, transmitted wait, was, disease between horses. Just Sorry. So everybody knows. It, is it, who's involved then? Yeah, I'm not sure. It um, It's highly contagious How do they horses. get it? Kissing. Kissing. <laughs> um, it's a virus that's spread by direct um, horse-to-horse contact. <laughs> Well, that's a nice way <laughs> of saying it. Oh, okay. But it says it's not sexually transmitted. I oh, don't know. That's just <laughs> tickle fights and wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> Little snookers. <Yeah. laughs> that's why you shouldn't tickle fight snookers. You're going to get herpes. <laughs> well, they were having this like beauty pageant. And the, the girls were supposed what? to... Uh, How does this involve horses? The Mounted well, Posse the Junior oh, Queen God. Oh. contest. They're little girls. Oh. Had, a cow, had, had to cowgirl up Thursday night without their horses. They had to to ride stick horses. Around this, like, around, rodeo. Around the rodeo. Yeah. It's yeah. Like Did you see the clips of this? <laughs> yes. I'm it's gonna... so weird. Like, it's just like, they're not, it's not like they're, like, scantily clad or anything. They're, like, and, in an know, arena. So it's not weird yeah. in that way. Oh, it's I just, just the whole a... thing is, like, this is just very, very awkward. I thought they would be on stage, but they're no. they're in an arena in riding stick They're on dirt. On the dirt, where the okay. horses would be. Let, let me clarify, though. The actual headline on the front page of CNN for this story was not what I read. 
the actual headline left off the final words and it said horse herpes forces kids to ride sticks. <laughs> That's what it said. Oh. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> like you don't know what you're actually. <laughs> Come on. And the, the other thing An is, intern did that it, this is national news. National news on CNN. L- l- like, okay, Anderson Cooper, stop the presses. There's kids riding sticks. <laughs> okay. So Get seriously. Dr. Sanjay Gupta out here ASAP. Tonight, they'll be reporting live from Utah. I think just watch. I think we really do need to just watch CNN.com's front page for a week. Mm-hmm. Write a few of them down. Watch The Onion for a week. Write a few of them down and do a. It's segment. a new contest. New yeah. contest. I love it. CNN Onion. <laughs> Papaya mango tea uh, by Diet Snapples. Yum. <laughs> I think Maya. Maya is running yeah. her own podcast over here. There are two podcasts running parallel, and every once in a while, she chimes in with what her podcast is doing. That's By awesome. the way, we'll update. I'm done with the tea. Yeah, and it is yum. All right, yum. It is yum. All right, what do you Good have? Stuff. Um, in Ohio, um, a couple uh, got into an argument, and uh, it was uh, due to drug-related issues. Uh, and a man shot his wife, which is a terrible situation, uh, something that no one wants to see happen. However, the way that it all went down um, was drug-related, as some might suspect. But the way in which it was drug-related might surprise you. Uh, a man in Ohio who shot his wife um, was high, hallucinating, uh, due to uh, recreational drugs that were used because he was using bath salts to get high. Really? What? Imagined that, that someone happen? was threatening his he, wife. He was at the mall. Instead, <laughs> shot <laughs> his wife. But this is the crazy thing. Somehow in my mind, I've been to the stores that sell bath salts. This is, this is, my, this is what I'm confused by. It seems more expensive to buy a bath salt than it does to actually <laughs> buy drugs. drugs. So in my opinion, this is someone who was looking for a higher end experience and he went and bought bath salts. And he just appreciates lavender. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, this, this is actually this, true. I read about this a while ago that there are like kind of shady pharmaceuticals. A lot of them are overseas in, 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 in countries that aren't highly, highly regulated. And, and they basically create synthetic versions of like crack or heroin. And then they market it as bath salts. But people know what they're buying. They know they're buying basically oh. rocks that they can grind up and smoke. I was, I was trying to figure out how that guy earlier could have possibly spent over $600 at a kiosk in the mall. Now we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I, yeah, his exotic bath salts. I'm still trying to figure out, though, it, you know, outside of what Jesse just mentioned, how you discover the bath salts are a great hallucinogenic. I mean, all I the read experiment- it on the internet. Okay. So. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of websites about stuff like that, household stuff that can get you high. It's just amazing to me Duh. the work that has to be done to discover whether something works or not. Well, it's like, have you ever been to a flea market and they sell br- brass knuckles, which are illegal, but they sell them in the paperweight section? No, I have not seen that. <laughs> I have. <laughs> and that's how they get away with it. Okay. All right. So you I'm sell it. In the- a, I'm not buying a, a lethal weapon that's illegal. I'm buying a paperweight. Okay. <laughs> so they sell it under either powdered sugar uh, or uh, bath salts in yeah. uh, for the for the for the cocaine. In Virginia, do they also sell guns in the paperweight section? I yeah, mean, loaded. They technically, could be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, that's what I'm saying. It's like there are people that find these weird loopholes. You know, like this isn't crack; it's salt for your bath. It also happens to be crack, but we're selling it as bath salt. You know, interesting. I guess on that note, that'll wrap up slices. Uh, stay tuned. Up next, Derek Webb.
You're listening to Foo Fighters. Really? It's a good, it's a good <laughs> album. The new album is so good. The song is Rope. It's playing right now on Relevant FM. It's better than Jimmy. But World. you can skip past it if you don't like it. Um, <laughs> back in March, Derek Webb uh, played an intimate house show at the Relevant studio. About 100 people came through. Uh, if you don't know his music, uh, he was on the cover of Relevant actually a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a singer, songwriter, producer in Nashville. Back in the 90s, he got a start as part of the band Cademan's Call. And then he broke out, on, did his uh, solo thing, I think, in 03. I, I, I thought it was funny that the house show, he shows up with no set list mm-hmm. and he just takes requests the whole night. And there are so many Cademan's requests. I would say more than half of the yeah, requests. You could tell he's getting a little annoyed. Yeah. Because after a while, he's like, I have made my own music, people, <laughs> you know? But I mean, those songs really, you know, they speak to people. Speak to so. people, yeah. It was when he was in his. Uh, loving longing longing stage yeah, he, he wasn't was, married yet right he was singing about girls and heartbreak all yep. the time so <laughs> good times uh, anyway uh so he recorded uh we recorded the entire performance and we have two songs from it for you here today on the podcast uh, first here's derek performing the spirit versus the kick drum Spirit, I want the kick drum. I don't want the spirit, I want the kick drum. I don't know how it works, so I'm not done. I don't want the spirit, I want the kick drum. Like sex, without love. Like peace, without the dough. Like a crime scene, without blood. Spirit, you know I want a kick drum I don't want the sun, I want a jury of peers I don't want the sun, I want a jury of peers My scare's gonna run when you see my tears I don't want the sun, I want a jury of peers I like lies out the truth Like wine out the fruit like a skydive out the shoes Oh, I don't want the sun, you know I want a jury of peers Oh, I don't want the spirit, you know I want a kick drum I don't want the fire, I want a vending machine I don't want the fire, I want a vending machine I know what I want if you know what I Like heaven without gates Or like hell without the flames Or like light without shame Oh, I don't want the father, you know I want a vending machine Oh, I don't want the sun, you know I want a jury of Spirit, you know I want to kick drum. That was Derek Webb. Check out videos of these performances at Relevant TV.
listening to River James. Um, not to be confused with James River, which is what I called them when they came to visit. Did you really? <laughs> yes. To their face? Yes. Awesome. And they're like, yeah, it's River James. <laughs> I, I, I actually, it, oh, they didn't come to the podcast. I met them up in uh, DC. Um, it's actually one of the it's guys. One of the guys from May. There you go. And he had he just been here. to the office. That's why it was in my and head. He gave us his two song EP. Well, they just re- released this four song EP that is amazing. And I'm like, man, I really like James River. And they're like, it's River James. They're like, we do too. <laughs> I, I, I went to like, I grew up with them. They're from Virginia they originally. Are. They are indeed. Yeah. They're very proud of Virginia. Yeah, and in I, fact, I, I've known them a long time. In fact, the James River is a prominent yep. river there in Virginia. And it that's is. why they named themselves River James. Uh, the song is In My Blood. Uh, herpes. Keep going. <laughs> Horse herpes. You're on your own. Sorry. It's playing right now over at Relevant FM. Check it out. Okay, it's time for Celebrity Crash. Hey, I'm Nicole, a.k.a. Snooki from MT. <laughs> Uh, th- this this uh, past week, you may have heard that the the cast of Jersey Shore is in Italy, representing our country uh, to to the world and doing a fine job of it. Uh, and, and they're such a big deal that they that they have police escorts wherever they go in their you know, while they drive around Italy. There, no, I think um, they they have escorts dressed as police. I think that is totally different. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I think you may be reading that backwards. Well, uh, the uh, America's sweetheart, Snooky. Um, was involved in a fender bender when she wrecked into the police escort car that was driving in front of her. Uh, and this, this was sensational headlines across uh, the country of Italy and back home here. So uh, today on the podcast, we want to do a special uh, game because celebrities, you know, we put them up on pedestals. They're just like us. We get embarrassed <laughs> and we get in fender benders, but so do they. All right, well, well so we have a game and we're going to... Uh, Read some different incidents that happen with automobiles and celebrities. Uh, don't worry, no one was injured in these, so it's it's all good fun. Uh, so I'm gonna I, I will read uh, the incident and and I'll give you a choice of celebrities that which car or, or which person that this this incident happened with. So who will be our two contestants? Maya and uh, Josh. All right, <laughs> Cameron scorekeeper. I just got out the calculator. I'm scorekeeper. <laughs> well, there's going to be some pretty complex math going on here. So, <laughs> so warm that bad boy up. Um, there's not a I'm motor. Sure, I'm assuming you have a hand crank. Yeah, I was like, it's on my phone. Yeah. All right, <laughs> all right Maya, why don't, why don't you take the first one here? Okay. Uh, this celebrity has been big news in 2011. But within an eight-month span starting at 2010, he had two, in two separate incidences, two Mercedes-Benz stolen both of them were later found crashed at the bottom of cliffs. Whoa. Okay. One of them was stolen because he left his garage door open with the keys in it. Um, so was it Charlie Sheen, Justin Bieber, Chris Bown, Conan O'Brien, or Cher? Cher a he? <laughs> Cher? You, you were saying in the, you were saying you were in the masculine pronouns. Oh, I, I apologize. It's... No. it's no, but Cher's daughter is. Cher's the well, Cher's maybe, daughter. Maybe, son? maybe that's a clue, Maya. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Conan. Was Conan O'Brien one of them? Yes. I'm gonna go with him. It was Charlie Sheen. Oh, of course that it makes was Charlie sense. Come on, he does things that in pairs. He does obvious, things in though. pairs. <laughs> 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 Sorry. 
That uh, seems. Um, all right. So, 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 so sorry, my, I didn't get that one. Josh, see if, see if you uh, had better luck with this one. Thankfully, not one hair on the head of Charlie this Sheen. Star <laughs> oh, sorry. Was hurt when he crashes Audi on his way to work last season. Not one hair on his head. Was it Troy Palomalu, Clay Matthews, Tom Brady, or Mark Sanchez? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Palomalu. Mm, it was Tom Brady. Oh, he drives yeah. an Audi. Yeah, really? Does that does that cause you to gain or lose respect for him? I, gain, I guess. But I there's a part of me that you know wants he, him to see him spend his money. A NFL bit. guys don't have money, man. So, like Brady, he, he has money. He does. He's got supermodel money too from yeah. his. Uh, they have a dual income now, so wife. he's got more Wait, money. <laughs> but you don't know what Audi. The R8 is like eighty five thousand dollars. I think he had the super high. Well, I saw a picture. It looked pretty. It wasn't like like the, 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 the standard. Oh, yeah. it could be the R8. Wasn't that's it? Like yeah, a, it was. It was something that that's looked like sports a car. Okay, then that's one the R8 the is like a hundred to hundred fifty. So it's not like a station wagon with the that four door hatchback. No, the R8 is like it looks like a. He's got a kid, so crazy. It looks like a Lamborghini. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's and, and he and he wrecked it trying to park it, I believe. Okay. Um a lot of these involve the celebrities parking. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. Um uh, like this one. Uh, a, a, as part of the Fast and Furious franchise, this quote unquote car expert clipped the front end. This is a uh, Audi R8 of a one hundred and thirty thousand dollar Audi R8. That's must be a popular car uh, with celebrities while pulling into a tight parking lot. Was it Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, or Tyrese Gibson? Who's Paul Walker? He's, <laughs> he's your guy. He's your guy. <laughs> oh, this is making fun of the way he said oh, it. Okay. <laughs> you and I'm going to go with <laughs> yeah. the Paul Walker. Yeah. Paul Walker is his Ewan McGregor. McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something about the W and the K just locks me up. I'm going to go with uh, The Rock. It's Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> oh, my God. Dang it. <laughs> So. I'm not doing so Even well. when you try to say it right, it still sounds a little wonky. <laughs> Wal- <laughs> you're, just, you're overemphasizing the L. I Wal- don't know what Walker. happens to me. Walker. <laughs> it's like you're choking on your own tongue. Walker. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> um, Josh, is it your turn? Uh, it is. I've already lost track. I hope those calculate. I hope. Can you can you look at that that little receipt paper that comes out the back of the calculator and let us know who's up? Calculator. Sorry. See now you guys. <laughs> hey Jesse, could you just confirm uh, one of the star players that was traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers last year? His name was Antoine. <laughs> Listen, I'm all flustered right now. Okay. okay. Usually I'm very articulate. Okay. Listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Old people when that people don't want to use canes use. Hey. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, there's some point I'm going to mess up this. Hold on. One of your favorite shows is something about a Texas Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Which actor? <made laughs> I'm going I'm to mess up a word here and, and we're going to end the game. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm going to read this uh, very slowly. Which actor made this statement after escaping a head-on collision while not wearing a seatbelt? I got into a car accident, but I'm fine. Luckily, I have dragon's blood running through my no. veins. Yes. <laughs> Was it Mel Gibson, Charlie Sheen, Courtney Cox, 
Christopher Walken or David Arquette? Ooh, I was going to guess Shia LaBeouf. But uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, but you just like saying Shia LaBeouf. I do. I do. There's no way to mispronounce that last name. You, yeah. You're right no matter how you say it. Who, who's to know these things? Yeah, you know, who can know. really know what his last Except name is? Except for there's certain names you just know how to pronounce, though. <laughs> What's your answer? My just answer, go, Josh. My answer is... Or you get doctor point. Is, uh, is going to be... Uh, uh, what was the first one? My first Mel choice. Gibson. Mel Gibson is going to be my first choice. Awesome. You're wrong. It's David Arquette. I was going to say, it sounds like a David Arquette. Dang. Yeah. Well, I thought Tiger Blood was um, what's his face? It's Tiger Charlie. Blood. He said Dragon Blood. Oh. Yeah. That's a snow cone flavor. That's so good. Is it really Tiger's Dragon's Blood? Blood? By the way, I saw an unironic tattoo the other day of a dragon fighting a tiger on a dude's <laughs> arm, and it was awesome. Wow. <laughs> so we are uh, zero to zero. No, you got one. No, I no. didn't. Oh. I got one of his right. Man, this is a really tough I my calculator. I thought jammed. you guys were up on your gossip. <laughs> the pa- the no. paper jammed on my calculator. No. I, I, I lost track. <laughs> All right, so so Josh, uh, maybe you can can get on the board with this one. It's my turn. Oh. Well, I, see, I'm all my mind is in a is in a haze right now. It's good. Walker, Walker, good. Walker. Over and over An exotic car rental company. Are you, oh, sorry. You know other na- other word that I get made fun of for saying all the time is wolf, like a wolf, <laughs> like a dog like says wolf. wolf? No, wolf? no, like the like the like the ferocious predator that roams the prairie. One like of my favorite movies was <laughs> Michael J. Fox in this movie about teen. What is it, Jesse? Every what time I say it, my wife just looks at me right in the face and laughs. <laughs> What'd you say? You heard me, Dana. <laughs> a mean wild dog. I said I had the speed of a mean wild dog. So there. I want a tattoo of a um, <laughs> a mean wild dog howling at the moon behind a waterfall. So, <laughs> like that mural I saw painted on the side of that guy's van. I had the dragon fighting the tiger. I always have trouble saying. Uh, I'm gonna brewery. Brewery. Yeah, I have a hard time saying that. Lots of R's and W's in there. It's it? sort of like Ewan. Is it Ewan? You know? It's not Ewan? No, it's Ewan. It is, it's, it's Ewan. It's Ewan. Ewan. Ewan, yeah, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, not think Ewan. like Patrick Ewing. Think like... Oh, well, that's, now that's I can say it. it. Yeah. Ewing. You I never can do that. Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. well, but that word, I, I have trouble with. Brewery? I say the place where they make beer. I, I have trouble <laughs> saying it after I've been there for a little bit. <laughs> I, I say beer. Josh, house. where were you tonight? I, I was the at the brewery. I always struggle with that word. <laughs> brewery. <laughs> brewery. I, I get the too many brewers. Like yeah. uh, brewer. Yeah, that's what it feels like to me. So there you go. Blah 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 Can blah I? blah has a law blog. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, some some listeners will get those references. Yeah. All right, so so is it my is it your turn? It is my turn. I'm ready. All right, an exotic car rental company sued this rapper for fifteen thousand dollars after it claimed that a rented pink Lamborghini had sustained massive damage after it was returned. The company said that the car appeared to be driven off-road. It didn't help when a few weeks later, uh, a music video showed off uh, with a pink Lamborghini flying through the desert off-road. Shut up. Yeah, so so the company is suing for $15,000. Was it Ludacris, Nelly, Cisco, Bow Wow, or Nicki Minaj? 
Well, Maya, you have the full Cisco catalog at the house. I was going to say, Cisco <laughs> yeah. seems like he would have a pink Ferrari in his video. A, a Lamborghini, but, even but it was rented. Though? It was rented. So They're all yeah. rented. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like Cisco would have the bankroll to make that purchase. But. You know what I miss about Cisco is he had a microphone that was in the shape of his logo. And it just—it was like a snake wrapped around it, his hand. I it, missed. That. It was like the wireless mic of Prince guitars. It was. You're right. That's yeah. I missed that. I was uh, Maya had on Braxton Family Values the other day on the We Network mm-hmm. when I walked in the room. I've seen it. And uh, and 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 they were having some sort of confrontation about money, like whatever. Like the sisters don't help support the mother, and it's always on Tony Braxton. Mm-hmm. And and she then was talking about how the fact that she's she's having her own financial troubles now because she can't work the way that she wants to. Right. I, that made me sad. Yeah. That that Tony can't get a job. Well, that, no, that just that all? like all. Well, no, that like all these like the Cisco's and the Tony Braxtons and all these people who were really famous and really rich. Like Cisco you know, wasn't really famous. Ha- thong, the thong, thong, thong was a song well, of the maybe year. Like a year. Yeah, it was famous. I mean, that was my life motto. It was thong of the year for a long time. <laughs> I have the tattoo. But I mean, like, they've the made millions, but they have so many people they have to... I mean, like, Tony talked about, I was a corp- I'm was a corporation, and, like, half of her sisters were on her payroll and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And she's like, now the money's gone. Right. And and it's but, like, but, but, what but do the, they do? But the quote, I, I can't work like I want to, it's like, you well, you know what? Show. I can't work like I want to either because I want to be a professional basketball player. So, you know, oh. it's like, well, you know what? Maybe it's time you had fun to get a... To get a uh, you know, just a regular job. She could work in the music industry behind the scenes. Yeah, I, or, but that's kind of sad. Or, when I mean, there's entire... no shame in, in just a regular, you know, in like a retail. You know, I mean, I know you're Tony she's, Braxton. She's not really got to pay the yeah, bills. You're walking in Chipotle and Tony Braxton's <laughs> taking your order. I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. But I mean, that's what not their their identity is so wrapped up in what they were sure. that they can't yeah. conceive a future that's not that, and then their their life is paralyzed. I, yeah. that to me is what was sad yeah it's sad but uh, and, and and i'm you know this is a diversion from you know joke around yeah. but i think maybe that's good for them ultimately because it kind of brings them back down to earth and you know but what is like cisco entitled celebrity what does cisco know? do I, I with his future for the next 50 years of his life what does cisco do for money i think he joined like a super group of sorts a super group of short celebrity people that are all in a boy band thing together I, guess I don't know what he does for fifty years. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what his skill set is. Um, I, I mean, if the money runs out, you don't. You don't have developed skill sets to go into corporate America. You know. Like, I mean, like, but the thing is, no one, no one, no one forced him. You know, to 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 be a musician. And you have to think at some point uh, early in his career, he was like, you know, if I'm known as the guy who wrote and performed the thong song, I wonder if this is going to hurt my career options down the road. You know, yeah. I saw a news uh, thing that on how Tony Brax is going to make some money. She has decided to tell her family that she is going to pose nude for Playboy. No, yeah. are you serious? I'm serious. See, that's, that's sad. Like she has nothing else. And man, at least it's something. She was like classy. Are you serious? Yeah. There's two roads for every fallen celebrity: Gary Coleman or Dustin Diamond. Right? Ooh, that's that's the th- those are the only two roads. The the saddest thing I ever saw was the uh, Central Florida Fair grounds there was like a tent where where like you go in there and it's kind of a comic festival thing where a bunch of celebrities were sitting around tables and you paid five dollars to like for them to autograph something and like they're just sitting there and then the saddest thing was the celebrities that nobody went to their table and they're just in there staring blankly at nothing 
And it's just like, well, that that's all they have. That's mm. their only option for income at this point. Dang. Yeah. Well, it yeah, happens to a lot of shows. former athletes, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I a read, lot of times they go into business. But I read over 70% of NFL athletes declare bankruptcy within three years of leaving the league. Yeah. Three wow. years, 70%. Dang. But but even like this whole lockout, you know, and I'm not trying to. Well, the thing is, like, there's this mentality, especially for the NFL, that okay, I, I if I'm an NFL player, I should be taken care of for the rest of my life. It's like what other job? It's like, well, I've did three years. Uh, they should take care of me forever. It's like the mentality should be, look, playing the NFL is a choice and a privilege. I can save the money that I make, or I can say, look, this is going to be a great three years. I got a college education out of it, but eventually, I'm going to have to join the real world here. Well, I have huge respect for people like Ashton Kutcher and stuff who, uh, like, have created, you know, other skills and other businesses. And I mean, the man is actually legitimately a social media genius and innovator, and and has a multi 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 million dollar corporation that he runs and founded. And you know, he doesn't need acting. Um, yeah. I mean, that's so smart. But he's so you know, un- that's not the common story. You know. Yeah. But it's a difficult transition. I mean, changing your identity in terms of who you know, who you find yourself to be. Like, what what's challenging is finding your identity in something in a very formative stage in your life. You take someone that's young that becomes popular and influential. You want to hold on to that for as long as possible because you can't imagine yourself being anything other than what you know made you popular and famous. I've always wondered what about the Division One quarterback who plays in front of eighty to ninety thousand people for four years of college, who doesn't have a shot at the pros, right. and then has to go to sell insurance the rest of his life. Like that kind of well, stuff, like makes me go, how do you recover when the most famous and popular and influential you'll ever be is when you were twenty one? Yeah. Like, that's tough. Right. Well, I feel like though we've diverted from the game, it does fit <laughs> yeah. the theme of Celebrity Crash. We've, we've been trying to give Maya enough time to decide. Um, with the pink uh, Ferrari, I'm going to go with Nicki Minaj. You are correct. Oh, okay. Wow. Sweet. I think she wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was yeah, a hockey score. We have more questions, but I don't know if we've diverted too much from the theme of the game. No, no, no keep going. Okay. Uh, this celebrity comedian made this comment after crashing his 1967 Fiat. Uh, apparently the brakes went out. Because I know there are a lot of kids out there, I want to make sure they all know that driving without braking is not something I recommend. Unless you have a professional clown training or a comedy background as I do, it is not something I plan to make a habit of. Was it Bill Cosby, Jerry Seinfeld, Carrot Top, Kathy Griffin, or Dane Cook? Uh, that's Dane Cook. That is Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, oh. yeah Jerry Seinfeld. I was expecting I it to be a sob, but it Dane, was actually yeah. Dane Cook wouldn't drive a or uh, Seinfeld or uh, yeah. Dane Cook wouldn't drive a Fiat. I just 1967 <laughs> vintage. I just, Dane uh, Cook drives a Hummer. Come on, it's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> he does. Does he really? Yeah, yeah. He had a whole comedy bit about it. About he went out because he wanted a cool car, and his bros told him to get a Hummer. It's like yeah, that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> I could see Kramer having a Hummer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. I think I can just be the winner. Okay. So on that note, Maya I wins. Think I can be the winner. I'm okay Celebrity with that. crash. <laughs> wow. You're very Woo! good at that Landslide. game. Landslide. One nothing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, stay tuned. Up next, Derek Webb.
listening to Blackrock. The song is Why I Can't Forget Him, featuring Nicole Ray from the album Blackrock. Um, Derek Webb actually is uh, not only a musician and producer, he's also a founder of Noise Trade. It's an online music site uh, where you can download music for free from independent artists um, in exchange for making noise about the artist by sending emails to friends or tweeting or something like that. Uh, you can also tip the artist or donate. And when you choose to pay, 90% of the money goes directly to the artist, not the site. They actually just relaunched it, uh, I think, this past weekend. Yeah. Really good, really good interface. And it's um, got a ton of new features and a ton of bands. Yeah. So I mean, when they first stuff. started, it was like 10, 10 right. artists. And, now it's, and it's not just like stuff that you don't really care about. They actually have really, really good music on that site. Yeah. So check it out. Yeah. It's free. So, you know, he's an entrepreneur, he's a producer, he's a songwriter. Here's Derek Webb singing The End, The Very End. Well, here's another story about the invisible nights The elephant in the room trumpeting these lies Slow hate and hesitating voices in the dark Here's another story about the invisible wives Really gotta stop talking and meeting like this There's a better way coming and we both know what it is But it's hard to sell the ringing bell and your lick and your lips Really gotta stop talking and thinking like kids This is the end This is the end It's just the I'll love you 
very end, the very end, the very end. That was Derek Webb. Check out the videos at Relevant TV, or you can check out more at DerekWebb.com. You're listening to The Wealthy West. The song is Homey. Oh, Home. Sorry, there's no I. <laughs> be better for this homie. Yeah, let's just make it homie. Uh, it's playing right now on Relevant FM. It's time for your feedback. Last week, we asked you, what are some of the craziest or funniest things that happened to you as a kid when your parents weren't around? Ooh, that's a good one. I wasn't in last week's Oh, podcast. yeah, we went on. I told them a lot of my horror stories mm-hmm. of setting the driveway on fire and things like that. Yeah. You should, you, to all the listeners, you should be grateful because the podcast went about 45 minutes longer than what you heard because <laughs> there was a lot more stories that we uh, thankfully took out. Yeah, let's just say I have a flash drive of Cameron stories. Yeah. <laughs> there was actually... handed over to the FBI a, arson division. Literally, there was a few that Chad tried to leave in that I, I didn't want my parents to know about. So I was like, okay, we got to take these out. And so he, he yanked them. You still don't want your parents to know about it? Well, Chad yeah. has them in a safety deposit yeah, box now. Right. And, just, I do, and I have it, your dad on speed dial. Yeah. So. yeah. And, and, and on the safety deposit it's box, he just wrote job security. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slash arson evidence. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so you went over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and you posted your replies there. Here's a few of our favorites. Benjamin Abee, at the age of 12 or 13, burnt down his grandfather's barn. There you go. Ooh. Man after my own heart. Uh, I said, <laughs> he said his uh, friend decided it would be a good idea to build a fire. Um, In the barn. <laughs> so the best place yeah. to do that would be behind the barn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, behind the barn. I, uh, I, don't, I don't think it made it, but I had a similar situation where we had a massive pile, massive pile of uh, pine needles. Great. Now yeah. Chad's going to have to used, cut this. He used... Uh, <laughs> Ba- uh, yeah. ba- bales of hay to, bales of hay. to see I, mine was i had a magnifying glass and i was trying to burn ants his friend <laughs> whose idea it was to build the fire uh slipped off and never got in trouble for it he never told well, he was a smart That's friend I, did, too. <laughs> I would have told if i was Ben, i would have told for burning down a whole oh, barn that- with equipment in there and stuff and car and a tractor yeah no 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 my uh, friends get in trouble Ben White says, uh, this isn't something I did personally, but when I was 17, there was a party. I like how he removes himself. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is, you uh, know it's going to be a good uh, my story. My friend. Uh, yeah, I know uh, a guy. I heard about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I was 17, there was a party at one of the girls' houses from a local school here in Wellington, New Zealand. Uh, people got wind that it was a demolition party, that basically her parents were away, but the house was getting demolished soon so people could trash the place. Is this like a common thing in New Zealand? They have a term uh, yeah, for it. Yeah, it's a demolition. A demolition yeah, yeah, yeah. party. We call them derbies. They call them parties and they do them in houses. Uh, the party started normally, uh, but then deteriorated quite quickly. It started when someone threw a couch out a second story window. Then people just started going crazy. I know of someone finding an axe and starting to hack into one of the outside walls. 
Someone put a hose into one of the bedrooms to try to turn it into a swimming pool. That party is legendary. In the end, the house wasn't getting demoed. The girl just wanted to have a crazy party. I don't think the parents were too happy when they came home from their holiday. Ooh. Wow. wow. That, I mean, I'd like to go to a party like that. That'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, this one is from Mark. And Mark said that he was really glad that we referenced Home Alone because there's a scene in that movie where Kevin unfolds the hand-drawn plans of his booby traps. And so he said when he was a kid... He paused the movie and actually drew out the plans so that he could have plans to set booby traps in his house. Um, and But instead of burglars, he was just going to play the pranks on his friends and siblings. So here's they didn't really go as planned. He uh, said that Kevin tried to use a heating device to heat up the doorknob. He said uh, for him, uh, he pretty much burns his thumbs off while uh, holding the, the lighter in front of the doorknob. And he said, no, it didn't work. It just burned himself. Uh, <laughs> Kevin in the movie used ornaments by the windows. He used uh, <laughs> eggs, rocks, micro machines, and Lego pieces. Micro Did machines. it work? No, nobody came through the window. <laughs> Even after I pulled the chair in front of the front door, after them yelling, hey, let me in, and me saying, no, use the window, they just got upset. <laughs> so, so he tried to do his own little Mythbusters. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, he didn't have a... Uh, you know, a, a willing volunteer. Um, Kevin put water on the steps, uh, which of course he could do with it being so cold in Chicago. Well, uh, Mark lives in uh, California, so <laughs> he decided that uh, Crisco oil on the porch would be uh, uh, <laughs> would be just as effective in causing people to uh, slip and slide and fall. Did it work? Oh yeah, and it did for months. <laughs> <laughs> He also tried to go to the local video store and rent Angels with Filthy Souls, uh, which is the the mafia movie in the film. And he said that the lady thought he was trying to rent an adult film and called his mother. (laughs) That's awesome. That is a great piece of feedback. Well done, Mark. Yeah, that's good. Well, there's a bunch more uh, of funny stories. If you want to go check them out, they are on last week's podcast episode page uh, down there. And if you want to add yours, go ahead. Well, it's time for this week's editorial question of the week. Well, earlier in the middle of a game, uh, we got talking about the sadness of celebrities who can no longer make money doing what made them famous. So we thought we should pool the collective wisdom of our listener audience. There's a lot of wisdom out there. There is a lot. Um, <laughs> barn fires, you know, explosions. Really, a lot of smart yeah, people we, out there. We tell their stories. <laughs> yeah, evidence. Um, we, we go through the window. <laughs> <laughs> We, we <laughs> yeah, I love how they're like, let me in. And he's like, no, go through the window. And they're like, no, let me in. And yeah. They, yeah. Um, okay. So we want to know for you, okay, we wanted to uh, maybe offer some career counseling advice for some of these celebrities and come up with job ideas for them after they're no longer famous. Well, there's a lot of celebrities that listen to this podcast, first of all. I mean, there's just... We, yeah. we, we hear Snookers, stories. Snookers, yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of people. So, I mean, again, the advice that our listeners could offer, I think, would be beneficial to the celebrity listening audience right. we Nick, already have. Nick Cage can't make movies forever. Right. <laughs> right. People keep giving them to him, though. I, I beg to differ. <laughs> yeah. Nick Cannon. How's that? There, yeah. there you yeah. go. Okay. Yeah. He's making babies. That's what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, we, so we want to know from you what... 
we some advice for I was thinking specific celebrities like yeah. we could say like okay. well here's a celebrity and here's a perfect like what about let's go with, let's do an example Lady Gaga ooh what is she gonna do when people don't care that she looks but, crazy I, but she, I honestly think she's Madonna to the point that she has so much money she'll always have money but so she's not she, Tony Braxton well let's pretend but that, even if she pretend. has money that doesn't mean her music's it. gonna be relevant so the challenge is no I'm talking about when celebrities go broke and no, they I know. have to she work she could have oh, so much okay. money but she could she could be spending it unwisely on a lot of costumes how about this the situation <laughs> what's the situation yeah, this is, this is, gonna uh, do in 15 years he's gonna own a chain of something two, I re- two minute abs tanning yeah. salons yeah, tan- abs. I mean, that's the obvious choice that it would be tanning salons he will own a chain Get of tan. something he will he's just the chain I, wait are, is he gonna he is, is he gonna be guy. the founder of the chain or is he just gonna own a bunch of franchises no he's gonna start a franchise that that is gonna have a name it's gonna be named something that doesn't make any sense to anybody and he's going to he's he's going to be a pitch guy at two o'clock in the morning. He's going to do infomercials. Mm. I, I think he's going to sell he's going to sell hand lotion at the mall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. and guess what? People are going to throw down mega bucks to yeah. buy yeah. from the situation. They're going to be afraid. So I think he'll be a professional nickname consultant. Ooh. Like people will be like, dude, I need a really sweet nickname, and he'll just look at you and go. Jungle cat. Yeah. That'll be $300. So it's like at the circus where you can have your weight guest and people can guess yeah. your height and stuff. Okay. So at the Central Florida Fairgrounds, you go right. into a You're tent and the situation's standing at a table. Mm-hmm. You give them a hundred bucks, he'll give you a nickname yeah, and sign it. Guess your nickname. Yeah. Okay. Nice. That's actually, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? And the sad thing is a lot of people, would, I, I guarantee you, if the price was right, I would pay for that. I pr- I'm not, <laughs> I I'm not joking around or being sarcastic. If I could pay a certain amount of money Walk up to the situation. Just have him look me over and, and give me a nickname. Just you, have him look you I, over. I would, pay for, I would pay for that. I'm but, picturing him looking you up and down. He, he's going to, okay, now, I need you to take your shirt off. You take goes, your shirt off. And then he looks at me and goes, Timberwolf. And I go, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you did say Timberwolf. He, he but, goes, too bad. That's That'll be $300. But, but you Back have to, the line. But you have to remember, this is in 25 years. He's still orange. But he's overweight. Mm. You know what I mean? He lost the yeah. The he no longer has the situation. No, he's yeah. forty. Now he's got just one big situation. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah I yeah. would still pay for it. <laughs> because how awesome would that be to say that, oh yeah, this nickname, the situation gave it to me. He's probably got a incredibly thin hairline, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. comb over, uh-huh. greasy, chain smoking, yeah. sitting at the table. He's leaned back, yep. takes a puff, looks to Jesse up and down. Yeah. Frank the Tank. My name's not Frank. $300. All right. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell, what's she going to do in 20 years? I, I think she's trying to figure out right now. <laughs> she tried Broadway. Um, she's just going to do angry video blogs still. Angry, but she can't make money at that. We're talking employment. These people's money is gone. They have she's to do She's coming to back money. to daytime. Is but she really? On the At, own network. On the own network. I know my Oprah Network people. Oh, you watching We? You watching Come on. Oh, I know my stuff. Braxton Family Values. I, th- I think Rosie O'Donnell should start like a hotline where you can just call and vent and she'll vent with you mm. just oh. about whatever. But you call up like, to man, vent, but she doesn't listen very well. So she's just going to start talking and weighing in on your situation. And then you forget how bad your situation is and just like, get me off this line. Exactly. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like it works. And then you're like, you know, my problem wasn't that bad after all. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm not on the phone with Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Compared to talking to Rosie O'Donnell, my situation yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It can be pretty bad. Yeah. I can still be on the phone with Rosie O'Donnell. 
<laughs> so really, it's just about context. It's it just is. helping you get perspective. Exactly. In life. Exactly. Well, well, you realize that about three minutes into the call. <laughs> We'd be like, Rosie, listen, I'm having all these financial. Well, let me tell you. Oh man. Okay, my problems aren't that bad. <laughs> So, so she's not going to make that much money at it because every call is only going to be three minutes long. Yeah. I mean, so she can't. Yeah, but she can't. I mean, you got to imagine people got a lot of issues. Yeah. It's probably yeah. fifty minutes for the first, or fifty dollars for the first thirty. She minutes leaves you on like hold that. for like ten minutes just to get you in a bad mood. There yeah. you go. It's a- <laughs> and, and, and in that ten minutes, it's like five dollars a minute. So yeah. she'll do all right. She'll be fine. All right. So uh, to chime in with your celebrity uh, post-fame career suggestions, hmm. go over to. The podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and post your replies there. We will read our favorites on next week's show. If you want to call in and tell us your answers with your own voice, uh, email us at podcast at relevantmagazine.com and uh, tell us your Skype name. And we'll try and figure it out. Uh, on that note, we'll wrap it up. Many thanks to Derek Webb for coming through and uh, playing a show here. If you want to check out the uh, three music videos or three live videos that we filmed. You can see them at the podcast episode page or you can see them over at relevant.tv. Uh, you can um, check out the all new noise trade.com. They just relaunched it this weekend or, or you can find out more about his touring and music at derekweb.com. On that note, we will wrap it. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Josh Luan Loveless. I'm Jesse Carey. And that's Chad Michael Snavely. Oh, and there's Sarah Beth Wesley's back. (laughs) (laughs) She just waved. (laughs) We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. For more, go to relevantmagazine.com. I'm not buying a, a lethal weapon that's illegal. I'm buying a paperweight. <laughs>